Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Day Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the world, let's open up in prayer. Lord, just thank you for today, and just thank you for giving us everything that we need, Lord, and making that we're not lacking anything, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, good morning. God bless you. We are thankful that you have clicked on this episode and that you're joining us today as we continue to discuss and study the Word of the Lord together. This morning we are in Acts chapter 10, covering verses 24 through 48. So if you have not read that section yet, I'd recommend that you pause now and give yourself the opportunity to to read that section of Scripture so that way you can follow along in our discussion. So now, everybody ready? Yes. All right. Well, the floor is open to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, LaCharles. Um, one of the things I found interesting here was that, as we see in verse 25, Cornelius immediately worshipped Peter, and Peter had to correct him and say, this is not how we're supposed to be. And I was asking the Lord, I was saying, Lord, how is it that Almost everybody makes the same mistake, like we see John in Revelation do this twice, and they had to be told multiple times, and it was the Lord, and he told me that it was a misperception of Cornelius, saying that he understood what the Lord was trying to communicate to him, but he thought it was because of Peter that this was happening, meaning that Peter was the person who had to do it, or nothing would work. So the Lord should show me here was that it was that was not the case and it was um like Mr. Dean said it was the Holy Spirit working through Peter that led to this. And I also another thing that I found interesting was while Peter was still talking, the Holy Spirit fell on them and it reminds me of a devotional that um we're doing currently in which Mr. Kent Hagen was talking about the various times and types of the baptism of the holy spirit there was a difference there was a difference between the um holy spirit coming upon you and the holy spirit being inside of you and so what i found interesting about this was that even as this was occurring and going on the holy spirit was falling upon them and and why this was interesting for me was that as you and mr dean were talking about that how this was there wasn't even a traditional sermon given for repentance. He was just simply talking about all the things that the Lord had done. And while he was still speaking, he didn't even get to the end of his lesson or message before they started speaking in tongues and glorifying God. And I found that interesting because we can see that Cornelius, Cornelius' uh, heart was in a right place and he was willing to receive and he wasn't trying to find a way or find a secret formula in order to do this he was already had a mindset 
okay, this is what the Lord said, I'm going to receive it. And he was able to do so quickly. And how that also relates to if Peter had sat down and waited um, waited and not gone in the perfect timing of the Lord, this not would not have happened. Everything had to be in exactly the way it was supposed to be and when it was supposed to be for it to work out exactly as it did. Mm-hmm. And we can see that in multiple places in Scripture, how waiting too long ultimately leads to consequences that are not so well received i'd say because they're not the ones that we're expecting or thinking of and also with this we see the patience on cornelius's part and that he was willing to await the time for peter to come there and he didn't get impatient saying know what lord forget it but he was willing to wait and continue with his diligence of praying daily and doing what the lord told him to do instead of saying lord forget this or okay lord i don't want you to say i'm just gonna sit here now there was a diligence and a continuation of what the lord told him to do until the next phase came in amen that's how we should all live and conduct our i'll say yes conduct our lives live out our lives right aligned yes. with the lord do what he says to do what he is instructing, what you're seeing him doing, saying what he says to say in the manner with which he has instructed you to say and do whatever it is, right? Yes. It's how Jesus conducted himself as our pattern example. And we also see that in others, right? Moses and even, I'll say, all the prophets, right? Yes. But it's especially said about Jesus and Moses. So... If that's how Jesus conducted himself, who is and was and is God, why would it be any different for us? It wouldn't. It should not be. That's our pattern example. So yes, we should be doing the, the things that he did, right? That, that was his expectation, is that we would grow, or the expectation he had of his disciples, right? Is that yes. they would grow and mature. Even with the feeding of the the 5,000 and the 4,000, right? They were, they'd followed him for days, and he was like, you give them something to eat, right? Yes. yes. So what did they have to give them of themselves? Nothing, right? Which they, yes. they kept looking at what they had or what they could go do or, or get, right? But yes. what Jesus was really getting at was you are required right, as a disciple of Christ to do the things that I, as in the Lord, Jesus, right, would have to do. I'd have to bring this before the Father. I have to bless this. We should be doing the same things. Right? Isn't that exactly? I mean, let's go back in Scripture even to, uh, we'll go to the Old Testament. Elisha asks Elijah for a very difficult thing. I want a double portion of your anointing, right? Well, yes. first, was that really Elijah's to give? No, it's what the Lord wanted. Okay, so he had to bring that before the Lord. So, But what did he say? Well, if you see me taken up, right? Yes. If you see this, then you'll get it. Well, do you think, do you really honestly believe that that came from Elijah himself? No. No, there's no doubt in my mind because Elijah was known as a man of prayer. That he sought the Lord immediately and received yes. an answer. 
Okay, well, we can have those same things, those same, I'll say, results. But um, if we look at Christ's ministry, every time he brought a, man, a matter to our Heavenly Father, he received an answer of what to do, what to say, how to do it, how to say it. All right? Yes. But that's ultimately what we're all looking for, is Christ-like results. Christ-like results demonstrate the power and authority that he's given us. Well, we can't do it our own way and expect Christ-like results. We have to do things his way. And yes, that, that comes with, a, I'll say, a, a manner of a maturation, maturity, growth, and development in the things of the Lord. Yes. Which we first have to, as you brought up in a previous podcast there, brother, that's a choice or a decision we have to make. We have to decide that that's our desire, that we want those things in our life and in our walk with the Lord, in our relationship with Him. But that also comes with, I'll say, I don't want to say letting go in the sense of we're just hands off, right? But it's about not trying to control the outcome. If we're always trying to control, isn't that divination? Yes. Divination's about control. So if we're trying to control, then wouldn't that be rebelliousness and witchcraft? Yes. Okay, so what are we practicing? Are we practicing putting things, I'll say, committing things to the Lord? Because he keeps the things that we commit to him. So are we practicing giving him the control and say and authority in every aspect of our lives? Or are we trying to carry out our own will and asking the Lord to bless it? There's something for us to, to check within ourselves. And, and I love how you brought up um, about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. Because there are, there are multiple ways that that it happened, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, right? Um, some came just through the teaching and preaching of God's Word. Others came through prayer and the laying on of hands. But that's all, again, and I think we, we discussed this briefly in the, the last episode, allow the Lord to have say. Don't try to control him. Allow him to have say and allow him to move how he wills. In every situation, in every area and aspect of your life. I have to do it, me, for my life, as well as you have to do it for yours. Ultimately, we want his outcome because it's the best. Yes. So if we want the best, then we have to be willing to do it his way, the Lord's way. Anyone else? Um, also, with this, um, I found it interesting was Cornelius, as Paul, Peter originally came in, Cornelius is describing everything that had occurred to him, and then afterwards, Peter had began his sermon, I'd say. And I found it interesting because even in his eagerness, um, you see, this is more like a testimony that Cornelius was given of sin, saying, look, this is what the Lord has been doing in my life, and this is what I've seen and what has happened to me. And he's, I don't think it's in a boastful manner saying, look, I'm so pious, but he's acknowledging all the Lord has done for him up until this point. Mm-hmm. And I, 
another thing that I found interesting was inside of this was that after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, Peter said, what forbids them from being baptized with water? And it reminded me of how there was a difference between being baptized with the Holy Spirit and being baptized in water. One was a, the water was a public demonstration of a new birth, whereas the Holy Spirit was something totally different. It was um, the Holy Spirit coming to dwell inside the person, and that's where you receive um, everything else that you need in your life. That's where tongues and stuff comes from, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's where those things come from. Mm -hmm. And how with this, I also found it interesting was that those who were who came with Peter originally did not receive the same message that Peter did. Because when they start speaking in tongues, they were astonished, meaning that while this can actually happen, they didn't have faith in they thought they just had it come and that nothing was gonna come of it. But the Lord was showing and demonstrating that the exact same thing that he'll do for everybody that he does for the Jews, he'll be do, willing to do for everything else. And that's why it was such an astonishment for them was because up until this point, they believed that all they could go and preach to were other Jews. That's all up until this point who have been discipled so mm -hmm. far. Well, let's, let's look at a, a couple things there, right? Or a few yes. things. First, uh, earlier on in this episode, you brought up about Cornelius worshiping Peter, right? And yes, you do yes. see this this pattern of even people that um, walked with the Lord are end up worshiping other, I'll say, fellow servants, right? John, yes. who put his head on Jesus' chest, right? Yes. Um, then worshiped uh, another servant. He's like, hey, get up, don't do that. See that you don't do that. I'm a fellow servant. I'm I'm just like you, essentially, right? And um, so here you have Cornelius, who has faith in the Lord, and clearly has a relationship. But yes, we, we talked about this uh, within the last, I'll say, week or two, about ensuring that, yes, while we see the Lord move mightily through someone, whoever it is that he sends, let's keep our focus on the Lord, not on the person. Right? Yes. Something that we have to check within ourselves. And clearly we see another example of why we need to examine ourselves in that. Because it's not the person. The power, the authority, the miracles is happening as a result of the Lord. That person is just a vessel. Whether that's you or I or anyone else. It's just a vessel. We are just the vessel the Lord is choosing to work through at that time or has chosen to work through, right? So we, yes. Paul said, talks about being careful about how we, about boasting, right? My boasting is in the Lord, not because I've done anything, right? Because it's the Lord working through his, through himself and his miracles and the gift things that he has chosen to give and to operate as he wills, right? So, th so there's that part. And then we're talking about the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, right? And how they received. Yes. Um, so there's two different types of baptism, obviously water baptism, which signifies what? It was a public demonstration of the new birth that occurred inside. Okay, of the death, burial, and resurrection, right? Yes. And there, there were different types, but they all, both signify the same thing. So it's talked about John, the, bapti the 
Baptist, right? Or John the Immerser. would immerse people in water, right? He came baptizing. Yes. Prior to him, Scripture talks to us about Moses' baptism. How the, the Jews, the Israelites, or children of Israel in the wilderness, entered into Moses' baptism, walking through the, uh, through the Red Sea, right? Yes. Signifying the same things. And you see that not just with Moses, you see it with Joshua when they crossed the Jordan, right? Yes. But then even John the Baptist says, hey, there's one coming after me. And, and the, the water baptism was signifying the repentance for, or for remission of sins, right? Yes. So, so dead to self, alive in Christ, free to sins. And didn't you say it also is symbolic of the ceremony of washing and purification before you come before Lord of, of the temple? Absolutely. So there's, there's those parts. And then, but John the Baptist said it this way. He said, one's coming after me, talking about Jesus, who's been baptized with, with fire and the Holy Spirit, right? And that's exactly what we saw in Acts when they received the Holy Spirit, cloven tongues of fire that rested above each one's fore, uh, head, right, or forehead. And then you also saw them speak in other tongues. You saw manifestation of some of the Holy Spirit's gifts. But yes. the per point and purpose was what? What did Jesus say at the end of the Gospels? You go preach the gospel to all creatures and all. into the four corners of the earth. Okay, but then he also said that you will receive power from on high when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Yes. Right? Without him, we can do nothing. So we require him, his power, his authority, the leading of his Holy Spirit, in order to fulfill, to accomplish everything that he has destined for us to do. It is impossible to fulfill it without him. Right? Yes. Jesus did nothing without the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit takes from the Father and discloses it to us. Again, Jesus is our pattern example, and we see that throughout the entirety of his life and ministry. Right? Yes. So, it still applies to us today. We need this for ourselves in our own life. I need it for me. You need it for you. And also developing the habit or the pattern of seeking the Lord first and everything. Letting it pass by before Him. Getting His thoughts. Understanding His ways. And what He wants to have happen in the situation that you are in or facing or whatever it is. Or on behalf of someone else as an intercessor how will you properly minister what will you say and what will you do all has to be done in the manner with which the lord wants yes especially if we want his results and we should desire that so just want i want the listeners to understand the difference there between the baptisms i know we've discussed it in other podcasts but um hey to repeat it is not <laughs> no not a big deal, right? Yes. Uh, but it's for our good. It's a safeguard for us. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's pause there for today because then we're coming up on time. So um, with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right. Promise? Lord, just thank you for today. Lord, I just thank you for revealing your word to us, Lord, and just giving us everything that we need, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for making word that everybody has the same chance, Lord. 
In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.